firstly, accounting is not just, oh, do my tax return. It's all different fields from audit, tax, business services. But now you're starting to see that ESG platform. And I think that sustainability piece and also putting companies on the spot, making sure they're accountable for what they're outputting and being able to audit in the future is going to be an incredible position. Hi, my name is Patrick Doan. I am 33 years of age. I was born in Melbourne, Australia, and I now live in the UK in London for the last six years. The way the world looked to me as a child was, I suppose, I mean, it's slightly different to what my fellow friends had back in Australia because I was a child of a refugee from Vietnam. My mum and dad escaped the war. Very, very long story short, you know, dad, dad was on a boat for... 18 days of which, you know, 14 of those were without food and water and people died in the boat and, you know, they, they emigrated, got to a refugee camp in Hong Kong and then Australia gracefully took them in and, you know, he had to sort of start a life and work hard and, and he made something of himself. So I suppose I grew up in council flats and the world looked slightly different then because at around three you would see people, you know, ODing on heroin in the corners of the, you know, the walkways up to our flat. Um, playing with kids of different colour and, and nationality and race and, and whatnot. So, yeah, um, you know, they sheltered us as much as possible from that. So what we saw didn't actually look quite different, but I, guess, I suppose from the outside, there was a lot of hard work seven days a week and just trying to put food on the table. And then, you know, I suppose with that hardworking spirit, they got themselves to a place where they bought a house, um, ran a successful business and then eventually sent two kids, myself and my brother, to a private school. So based on that, my childhood sort of got shaped by that quite a bit because hard work was just a massive theme in my family. So I suppose I followed that. So because I got the opportunity to go to a private school and, you know, I got driven to school in a van and whilst other kids were getting driven to school in Porsches or whatever it might be, it was a slightly different experience. But having that education and that shaping around my life it was just incredible for what I could do and achieve because he was a role model it was well if I can do this come from nothing then anyone can do it and you should be able to with your tools you have in hand so yeah I suppose in terms of an occupation I mean I don't suppose anyone really grows up to wanting to be an accountant you don't dream of that I suppose but um I think being a pilot was one of those things, but I think mum said at one stage, well, you need perfect eyes, you need perfect this and that. So I was like, oh, okay, shut me down, why don't you? <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, I didn't actually really have too much thought of what I wanted to do. I just knew I was sort of good with financial sort of numbers and, and mathematics or, or science. So when I took up accounting from year 9, 10, 11 onwards, I just seemed to be okay at it. So I think that's where it took me. School for me was actually not too bad. Uh, again, I was lucky enough with the help of my parents to get early age sort of tutoring, extracurricular tutoring. So I seem to have been ahead of the game at that stage. I remember doing, I know it sounds a bit of a, a brag, but I was doing yeah, the um, time stable competitions. And I think I was in year three and I was competing against the year six kids and beating them, and <laughs> which is quite funny. But, um, you know, you don't want to be a know-it-all, but similarly, it's nice to beat the kids above you. Um, so yeah, I, th I suppose school was good in, sense, in the sense that I could, you know, learn quickly, adapt quickly and, and retain knowledge fairly well. So it wasn't too difficult in that sense. Homework wasn't the best, but you know, you've got to do it and make sure you don't get in trouble from mum and dad and also the teachers, of course. Um, but I think for me, obviously being a migrant uh, kid, being able to hang out with 
you know, different colours and the different races and also learning how to be Australian or what the Australian way of life is from all my mates at school. It was just incredible to see a different way of life and so many of their parents took me in and go, right, we're going camping this weekend, we're going to show you this, we're going to show you that and just show a different way of life from the Vietnamese way I knew. So that was incredible to see two different ways of life, so yeah. So my third level university education was at RMIT in Melbourne. Um, I went into accounting or a Bachelor of Business majoring in professional accountancy. Um, I won't lie, I probably coasted a little bit in the first semester because it was fairly similar to our final year of studies at secondary school. Um, that came to buy me a little bit in the second semester of the first year, but I quickly rectified that to make sure you know we're back on track and, and going through that. So from an educational standpoint, it was fantastic to learn about all the different modules that we had. I think the best thing that our university had was at third year, they had a list of about 20 professional workplaces, so we had to go out and basically get a job. So your third year of university, you would go and actually work for the year and then come back in final year and you have that one year of work experience. So that was, I think, the best part of the program because in the final year, I decided to work full-time and go to university full-time. So, you know, it was quite busy, but similarly, it also then prepped me to do my CA education because that's obviously quite, you know, a lot of time consuming, especially whilst you're working in the in the profession as well so yeah from a, from an educational perspective it was wonderful it was good but from the the personal perspective you know you started to learn how to go traveling and we went traveling with our friends to asia i think for six weeks at the end of the semester so that was fantastic so you're starting to see the world at that stage too you're starting to get a job you're starting to to work out how the world works so yeah it was a fantastic time really enjoyed it so being in the well, studying accounting at high school there was obviously the understanding that CPA, CA, all these programs existed in Australia and New Zealand because they would come in and speak to us or there'd be workshop seminars at the at the careers fair so you know that was definitely a well aware sort of path so with chartered accountants in Australia and New Zealand you would have to do a university degree in commerce, accounting, economics, finance, something along those lines to then allow you to get into the chartered accountants program. Um, so that was sort of the well-trodden path for anyone in, in this particular industry. Um, but yeah, the Chartered Accountants program has been fantastic to me so far. I've managed to move myself to London, get a job fairly easily and, and fairly swiftly. Uh, chartered Accountants are super well recognised within the recruitment industry. They love us. They want us straight away, especially in the contracting world. So that allowed me to set up in, in the UK fairly quickly start earning the pounds, paying rent and not paying, using the Australian dollar. Um, and then from there, I suppose, it just allowed me to then find what I wanted to do in, in London, um, find an amazing enrol in what I do now in European private debt in hedge funds. Um, so yeah, I think that avenue has completely opened my doors. But, you know, so I'm the chair of the UK Council for Australia and New Zealand. And we have four and a half thousand members and every story I hear is exactly the same. The CA program has allowed them to do what they have wanted to do. Not just the people who have just started their career, but also the people who have established their careers and now are CFOs or heads off and leaders and industry titans. Um, they still look at their CA moniker very, fairly, fairly strongly and still attend events, still attend and giving back to mentorship programs because they just want to be there because they know what they got out of it. So yeah, I think I'm on the same path and I don't think that's going to stop anytime soon. Chartered accountants makes a difference to the wider world in so many different facets. I mean, firstly, accounting is not just, oh, do my tax return. It's all different fields from audit, tax, 
business services, but now you're starting to see that ESG platform. And I think that sustainability piece and also putting companies on the spot, making sure they're accountable for what they're outputting and being able to audit in the future is going to be an incredible position. Chartered accountants don't just have to follow the accounting route. They can start with it and they can move out and start doing other avenues. It just opens your doors. You know, so at this uh, at this event at the One Young World Conference that we attended in October, um, I've met some incredible delegates from the Chartered Accountants Worldwide uh, group. So some guys from the South African program, um, some female lead- leaders in Singapore. It's just been fantastic to see all the different paths trodden and also how they've taken their CA moniker. It might have not just stayed in the accounting profession, but also moved or stayed and done something within that profession. So it's quite interesting to see, yeah. Chartered accounts can definitely help with the ESG piece and putting companies to account. We can't all be social entrepreneurs, but we can definitely use what we have to impact the world. So whether it be putting sustainable audit standards in or having to ensure, for example, in my company, we we provide discounting in pricing if uh, that company that we're lending to hit a particular target within a year or two years, so they become more, you know, environmentally friendly, sustainable, and follow the ESG principles that we're sort of laying down, and we provide discount uh, discounting for that. That's one way a company can do that. You know, with plastics and the rest of, you know, not greatest things in the world, the audit sort of profession can help shape that with the uh, disclosures and the reporting from a. <sighs> populous standpoint we can help with financial literacy so we have the programs we had to study a really really hard education to get our CA moniker we can use that same syllabus we can change it and shape it in a way where we can implement it in schools at any level we can implement it with adults at any level that also includes anyone on the welfare chartered accounts for example can go in and potentially help out and we can look at ways of providing education and pro bono I think there's a lot that we can do in within our profession to help the world. Day in retirement for Patrick Doan. I think I would still want to use my brain. You know, the brain is such a key part of keeping yourself active and not getting old too quickly. I live quite a travelled lifestyle now, being living in Europe, you know, everything's on your doorstep two hours flight away. So I wouldn't mind being similar in that sense, being near a beach, being active, going surfing, or I don't surf now, but I wouldn't mind taking that up in retirement. Getting better at golf, I'm pretty bad at golf, so that wouldn't be that wouldn't be a bad thing to do. So keeping active, keeping busy, keeping the mind active, and I think that's probably the best way to go about it.